Hi, you're listening to Love in Limbo Land, the dating podcast for millennials. Dating is hard, and we walk you through the experiences we've had, the experiences our guests have had, and what's going on in the world in general when it comes to dating and relationships. And you may be wondering, who are we? My name is Kudzi, and I work in digital entertainment, and I love connecting to people who have stories that can inspire others to find love in their own lives. Whether it's crazy, a little bit ratchet, or just plain old simple, I love stories about love. And I'm Tiffany. I wrote my master's thesis on online dating, and I've always been interested in commitment, relationships, and what it takes to find that long-lasting love we all crave. On today's episode, we have Adam and Kim who met on Hinge and developed their connection into a real relationship, which some might consider to be rare these days. They share their story of finding each other online, and they have some gems that can inspire us all to dive into the app world, navigate those first few dates, and work to build something meaningful. So it's all about the first five minutes. That's how you know if you're going to want this to be just one date or if you want to see if this is going to be something more. And is that like the energy that you feel? Is that like what the person's saying? Like, what's what do you need to get in the first five minutes? I think it's a combination of things. I mean, obviously, the first is your first impression on appearance. Like, am I actually attracted mm-hmm. to this person? Like, you know, if, yeah. if you are, you aren't. And I just remember with Kim, like the first five minutes were probably the most comfortable I've ever had on a date. And I felt like I could just be myself. I didn't have to worry about anything. Um, I remember, I think it was the first time I felt nervous on a date in forever, oh. which was weird. Um, nervous and comfortable. Nervous and comfortable. It was, it was a nervous like excited. because I was so yeah. comfortable. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what's going on right here right now, but we're going to see what happens. Oh, love that. Well, I'd love to like know your first message and like how, like how it just, all began. Yeah. Talk us through like the whole process of it, because I think a lot of people, they hear about how people met on online dating and they're like, but how, like, how did you go from like just dating to being in a relationship? Mm-hmm. Who's that? Yeah. Who's messaging? Who's in the driver's seat? Like these are all things people wonder me. So <laughs> I'd love to know if you guys could like walk us through that whole thing and we'll ask questions and can feel free to pop in as Adam's explaining the first part too. Yeah. I mean, I'll preface with, I really don't think there's any sort of prescription or recipe that you can follow. I think it's unique to everyone. Um, We were both on the dating apps for years on and off before we met. Um, And it's like the Wild West out there. But I'm happy to... On that, like, did you... What was your attitude towards the dating apps, like, in that time, since you've been in it for so long? It just kind of seems like it's it's part of being single and wanting to meet somebody. If you want to be going on dates, then you made a, make a profile. Um, it's not super exciting, but it's also not you know yeah. horrible. And if it is, then you need a break. Yeah, I don't know. I had a, a little of a different take. Like I, I ended up going on them. Like at first, I really wasn't a fan of them, but I noticed all the. I thought I, you know, maybe I just meet somebody in person. You know, as you think you can and you go to different events and what I noticed that on my day-to-day um, or week-to-week the things I was doing were more for me like I'm gonna go play soccer go play basketball and I realized at some point I'm not gonna meet anybody there I'm doing these things for me but they're not really opportunities to meet anybody beyond mm. the 30 people who go at the same time so I need to kind of branch beyond I don't want to give those up but in order to do that, if I have to give it up and and go to different events that I'm not comfortable with, I'm 
taking away from what makes me happy. So mm, I found I love that, that I had the apps were kind of taking over that place to actually try to meet people and go on a date rather than go in person just because it was hard for me at the time to give up what was driving me in my day to day and my work and keeping me focused. Um, so then dating doesn't feel like a chore because you're yeah. not giving up the things that you yeah, love. Yeah, and then you're not going to events mm-hmm. with this expectation of meeting someone, mm-hmm. you know, or like going to the things that you love doing with like, oh, well, maybe someone will come. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then being disappointed and you're like, why did I waste my time doing mm. this? It, it exactly. was more, it, it added a value to my, my week if I was going to go on a date and I would, didn't feel like I was giving anything up in that mm-hmm. process. Love that. Yeah. Okay, so take us to these messages. Adam, I think you were telling us earlier about how... Um, oh, no, take us, take us to f- seeing each other's profiles. Oh, yeah. What uh, was yeah. it? So, well, I think I... Sent me a heart? Sent you a heart first, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just remember looking at the photos, and mm-hmm. I just thought she was, you know, she was a gorgeous girl, and... Mm-hmm. What was also nice is, um, you know, I think you had your Instagram page uh-huh. connected. Like, I don't use Instagram, mm-hmm. so sorry, you only get like five <laughs> photos, that's all you get. But I just remember seeing, and there were a lot of different, there was a lot of just variation. It seemed, Kim just seemed like a really cool person and wanted to get to know her. And so mm-hmm. I, I think I picked your first photo. I don't remember which one, but yeah, just sent um, a heart. I guess this is what you want hinge and then and at the time do the I was doing court. all my swiping with a girlfriend so uh-huh. anytime the heart would come up she would we would swipe together it's more fun like that yeah. to do it with somebody um and you're just like curious about what kind of faces are are out there so I remember yeah seeing that one pop up and um you looked n- cute and normal <laughs> <laughs> that's what it yeah. You talk about normal all the time. Yeah, I feel like there are some crazy people on the online dating sites. Like sometimes you just want someone not crazy, yeah. just like you know. We good were actually just. I remember at, at least a few dates, and you said like you're so normal. And I think <laughs> here's the thing, guys. I don't think guys think that's a compliment, it's but the it really compliment. is. It's yeah. the best compliment. I remember the crazy yeah, people. Yeah, you said it, and I just like thank you. I think I it guess. means grounded yes, you have a head exactly. on your shoulder like good, good family like like good relationship with your family sure. just like strong yeah. like so like good foundation but yeah i thought it meant boring no. or like oh. just mm. you're just there and whatever that's and simple. it's nice that's and, not and safe normal. yeah not yeah. vanilla but normal but yeah. i think i think as a guy that's what normal mm-hmm. kind of at least that was a takeaway and I know we've had that conversation with a few people and every girl was like that's a great thing to say and every guy was like what, what are you talking about I don't want to hear this yeah. no um, but that really is what you're screening for like you can only know so much by someone's profile and those first few messages um, and so I think you're just looking for red flags right. and if there aren't any then let's meet in person exactly like what I mean by a not normal person is like someone who takes like a bathroom selfie uh-huh. like a guy who does that like think about yep. the guy who's doing yeah. that like i would just not be That's friends a red with flag. that guy you know posing in front of a nice car that isn't his right red or like flag. with the tiger like it's just like what is this uh-huh. just, yeah. 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 Oh, that just means they went to thailand no but a lot of guys post with tigers it's a thing and <laughs> i don't get it i don't get it at all um anyway okay so you guys saw each other both into each other and then yeah. and then I always try, you know, 
look at the photos to see if I'm interested, but mm-hmm. then kind of read through the profile to try to make it a little more specific on an opening line. And her opening, I think on one of them, you know, Hinge gives specific Prompt, questions you yeah. can answer. And uh, hers was, you know, what's your go-to karaoke song? And it, it was something like, confession, I know the words to everything. Mm-hmm. My girlfriend wrote my profile for me, and I, yeah. I know a lot of lyrics. Uh-huh. And so she said, confession, I know the yeah. words to every song. And I misunderstood that and i thought she was saying that she knew all the words to the song confession by mm-hmm. usher uh-huh. so i th- i asked a question something like how often do you practice singing confession uh for whenever you have to go to karaoke so then i went back and looked and realized that that's how my answer read uh-huh. and thought that was actually really clever and i was uh-huh. like wow good catch yeah i never noticed that um and then you thought you totally bombed and i oh, thought yeah. you were this yeah. grammar nazi yeah and uh-huh. so i I think I said, like, I apologized or, or something like that. Like, I didn't mean to um, be such a so <laughs> such a stickler on grammar. Yeah. And I knew how she responded. It either would go really well mm-hmm. from there or it would totally tank. Mm-hmm. And I think we just moved on and, you, and kept Yeah, chatting. you just said, yeah. don't worry. I, like, I liked it or something like yeah. that. And then, um, then I think you asked a question because I, like, again, mm-hmm. for me, in terms of a profile, we'll try to be... A little bit in terms of personality, but also mm-hmm. not take it too seriously. Like it was like something like, "What's the worst fad you've ever been a part of?" And I oh, said, you said something about like the cargo. 90s. I was like, I like I used to wear cargo short yeah. pants, mm-hmm. and so you know, like oh. become cargo shorts. And um, I said my favorite '90s trend was a jelly roll pen. And we yeah. were just chatting, just like yeah, just so yeah, like, nothing. And after like three or four messages, and I said, you know, why don't we meet up over a drink and we can discuss what mm-hmm. like '90s fads were mm-hmm. pro and against. And you said, I promise I won't correct your grammar. Yeah. <laughs> That's cute. And then um, I asked for your, we, I think we were both busy that week. And then I just said, asked for your phone number. Mm-hmm. And you gave it to me. And then we kind of just chatted. We then took it off the app and went from mm-hmm. there. Um, Which I know some people are particular about not yeah. giving their phone number. I just feel you can always block them. Right. So yeah, it, the phone number. it's a step yeah. towards that connection. Yeah. And it also gives a little bit of validation to the guy that the conversation's going well and that you are interested right. to say things like, oh, no, it's okay. I like it. Or, yeah, here's my phone number. Yeah. Um, so that at least they know where you stand. Because I don't know if you're ever nervous asking people out, but I'm sure it's nice to, to know if it's a soft landing or not. Yeah. And again, I'll know. And I think it'd be weird. I don't know if weird, but it'd just be a little bit odd to me if you go, you don't have that number and you go on a first date and it goes really well. Yeah. And then you have to go on the app and say, by the way, can I have your number? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Did this go well? Did it not yeah. go well? Um, and also, because we were, there was like a week or so between actually saying, yeah, let's go on a date versus mm-hmm. when we actually went on that date. Um, it was just nice to know I had the number, like, were you guys texting, like... No. Okay. I typically would not, just Mm -hmm. because you ask questions in that time that you're just going to ask on a date anyway, Mm -hmm. and then it creates this weird energy, like, can I ask these questions again? Can I not? I'm supposed to already know the answer to these things. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So where do we go from here? And, you know, especially on a first date where you you have no dynamic, you don't Mm -hmm. know this person person could be crazy this person could be really nice you know whatever um you want to to me you want to leave yourself as much in in terms of 
your arsenal just to ask questions and get to know this person right. and whatever that flow is rather than feeling like you can't do something mm-hmm. uh, because then you're thinking about it and that's taking away from whatever you're actually doing in terms of uh, a face-to-face for the first time. Yeah, and, and there's really only so much you can know about someone from texting them yeah. if you haven't met in person and you don't already know their sense of humor and what the vibe is. So I think that's probably another way to prevent that swiping burnout is to just not talk too much before you've met because otherwise you could be totally invested in this person or your idea of this person before mm. you meet them. Then within, again, the first five minutes, you're like, nope, this isn't what I thought. The vibe's not right. Mm. And then you're just disappointed because you were invested in this person. So I think it's best to go in with just no expectations other than there were no red flags and I think this person's cute. Let's give it a shot. Yeah. Um, they're obviously interested enough to say, let's meet face to face. And also invested enough in the potential of meeting someone they're obviously motivated to meet someone if they're gonna take action to meet in person question were you guys both looking for relationships or were you kind of like i'm not sure what i'm looking for when you were on hinge i knew i ultimately wanted a relationship if i found something that was a great connection and it didn't lead to a relationship i'd be open to that too you know temporarily but i ultimately wanted a relationship yeah i did too Mm -hmm. i mean it wasn't something that I was going to force mm-hmm. in terms of, yeah, this seems to be going well. Mm-hmm. I'm not that crazy about the situation, but mm-hmm. yeah, sure. Why not? Like, it, yeah. To me, it's just a waste. I don't, it's a little bit of a waste of time more just because I know where that's going to go. And it, it, it's just not what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, just something that would be for whatever, a li- you know, a few months and then would just go away. Right. Um, and I also just think it wouldn't be fair to the other person if I already know before it started. Mm-hmm. Unless I you vocalize that and that. let them know and she's okay with that also. Mm-hmm. And then we just kind of go on our way and forever long. But I, as a person, I've, I've just never been interested in that. Mm-hmm. So I think that's hard to judge. Like, am yeah. I out on a date with somebody who wants a relationship right, or I not? Ask. Yeah. And it's hard to judge because it's hard for people to know that within themselves. Mm. I don't think people are that self-aware. Yeah. Sometimes people yeah. think they want relationships and then their actions show otherwise. So it's hard to yeah. know. But again, as you said, no expectations. You don't, you don't go in being like, this person is expecting something out of this or whatever right. it is, uh, especially on a first date. To me, you're just going and you're just seeing how it is. And, and ultimately, I'm just trying to have a good time. You right. know, I might pick a, a, a place to grab a drink that I like to go to or mm-hmm. that I've been wanting to try. Mm-hmm. So that way, you know, I'll be comfortable. I'll, you know, even if the date has gone terribly, mm-hmm. be like, well, at least I tried that restaurant. I got to yeah. see what Had it was like. Had a good like. cocktail. Yeah. yeah. And then I know. That's and then cool. I can go with my friends later yeah. whenever we're looking for another bar to go to. That's a good approach because I think sometimes people go on try to make the date about the other person and you really don't know them to even like pick a thing that they would like even if they say they like so it's good to like do something that you want in there too. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm going to do. Especially in LA because LA has like great restaurants and they're always changing mm-hmm. Yeah. so you might as well do something yeah. cute. How do you feel about meal or drink? I vote drink. Drink. I would not do a meal. Yeah, it's too much of a commit- time commitment. Again, you know within the but first this, five minutes, so right. if you want to get out, you don't want to order an entree. <laughs> These get out people. But <laughs> but how long do you like your first date to be? If it's not going well, I can get out in 40 minutes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> how do you get, like, if it's not going well, you have your drink, you say, how do you get out of it? Um, you don't ask for a second drink. Right. And then you say... How about if the guy orders a second drink? 
ooh, um, go to the bathroom and kill a few minutes. And then what? And then hopefully he's had his drink. <laughs> <laughs> then you're like, bye, gotta go. Oh, no. yeah, uh, I wouldn't fun. order a second drink without knowing she's ordered a second drink. Right. So um, do you ask, like, do you want another drink? Or what do you do? Well, I do something a little bit different. So I we, liked this move. Yeah, so we went to this. Uh, our first day was at this uh, French restaurant, Bella V in um, Brentwood. I think it's technically in Brentwood. And, um, is it good? It is good. I really like it. Um, well, first I asked, before we even had the date, the first date, I said, like, do you want me to pick or do you want, like, me to come up with a few options mm-hmm. um, to kind of get, again, being a little I bit I love flexible, that. Like, oh my God. If you want me That's to great. just make the decision and, and take charge, I'm happy to. But yeah. I know some people want to be involved in that, mm-hmm. especially in the beginning. So let me at least know what you want and then mm-hmm. I can respond to that. Right. Um, I think you asked me to just pick. Mm-hmm. So I said, let's go here. Mm-hmm. And then I asked if you wanted to share a bottle of wine. Because Which I liked. Yeah, mm-hmm. to me. Oh, so he forced you? <laughs> no, 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 no. On a first day, he shared an entire bottle of wine. Did you guys Uber there? Well, that's what I really liked about it. It took, first of all, it's a source of connection. You're right. sharing from this bottle of wine. It's different than like, oh, I'll have this and she'll have this. Mm-hmm. But like you're sharing that, this yeah. bottle of wine. You're drinking the same thing. You can talk about the wine, whatever. But then also, there is your you are going to leave some of the bottle mm-hmm. the wine in the bottle you're not going to drink the whole thing i think we both drove so yeah. i thought that was kind of baller but it also took away that like should we order a second and right. it was just comfortable it was like mm. here we have this wine we'll drink whatever we want and then we'll leave whenever we want mm. yeah. and i thought it was really generous and comfortable yeah, it gives us the option if we want to have a second drink mm-hmm. or I guess I love that. part of a third I told drink. my brother about that. I was like, yeah. this is what you should do when you go on a date. That's and a great idea. This is, yeah, yeah this is a great honest, piece. That, especially if you're, I mean, if you're paying for the first yeah. date, if you're having two drinks each, it's, yeah, it's the same price yeah, as a bottle so, of wine. Yeah. Um, and then plus you're sharing something together. Yeah, that's cute. And you can, I love that. You get to pour her the glass and you get that little bit of interaction mm-hmm. and... Um, yeah, that's yeah. a great tip, listeners. <laughs> Get the bottle of wine on yeah. the first day. Go to well, a wine bar. Well, there yeah. there were two tips. There there was that one, and the mm-hmm. other one that I did a few times. Um, you know, so we make a re- I make a reservation at a restaurant, mm-hmm. and I learned about all of this recently. This is yeah. all behind the scenes. Um, I email the restaurant afterwards, saying, "Hey, my name is Adam. I made a reservation on this day at this time." Uh, this is actually a really special occasion with uh, my girlfriend. Can you give us a, a nice table at the restaurant? Oh, my God. Because, you know, as much as you want to think you're going to get a nice table, a lot of restaurants have bad tables yeah. that are just really loud or whatever This they is, is amazing. You guaranteed every single time you got pretty much the best table in the entire restaurant. Wow. So you don't have to yell. You're yeah. not listening to other people's conversations. Yeah, and every restaurant's like, we're so happy you would let us come for the special occasion. Of <laughs> did, course did, we're going to you. Did you pick up on the special occasion? No, I never knew. Thing. No, because no, they wouldn't say anything in, in person, but some restaurants the way that the tables are set up, you might be sitting closer to the person next to you than the person That's you're true. actually yeah. having dinner with across the table. And when the first couple of dates, you know, you don't want people listening in on your conversations, right. talking about yourself. It can just be awkward yeah. to feel that fishbowl Yeah. So it was always really and comfortable. Also, I never knew it was happening. Yeah, I love that you made a reservation because sometimes people don't do that and you go really? there and there's no... Yeah, Gotta make a reservation. Uh, yeah, because yeah. then you're just standing around. And I yeah. also, I have a quieter voice. Mm-hmm. So I also know if I'm in a louder restaurant and some, mm-hmm. you know, it can just be a little bit of a, of a 
chance you may be in a really loud table, like you're not going to hear me. Mm. And I know that. So um, I'm trying to make sure. Obviously, I'll try to speak a little bit louder yeah. in that kind of situation. But um, I'm trying to also just be myself and not have to be this different person hello every guy listening to this podcast (laughs) please just like take all these notes i don't think guys know this how did you like realize that you should be doing this or just like did you get any tips yourself or you just kind of like one day i thought i'm like you know what I was just like, I want this date to go well. I'm just going to email the restaurant. I'm just going to see what happens. Yeah. Adam has this way of deciding what he wants and then finding a creative way to get it. Mm. Even if it's not outlined for you, he'll just think, how could I make this happen? And then he does. Mm. Love that. I dig it. Yeah. So just give it a try and see what happens. And the worst thing that can happen is you just end up back where you are anyway. Right. I mean, again, you don't really get anything in life if you don't ask. Like, right. We're going to give you a nice table. So. That's true. That's and true. again, most places are happy to accommodate. They just need to know what you want. Yeah. Love that. Okay. So. All these strategies to yeah, set the Yeah, these are really success. good strategies. That's what we want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, wait. Okay. Speaking of strategies, did you guys both think about what you're going to wear on the date? Or, like, how? what goes into that? Or you kind of just show up as you are? That actually is probably... We're, starting to talk about strategies to avoid dating burnout i feel like a few of them have come up but that's probably another one i would just have my uniform like my same couple go-to things and then you don't have to overthink it mm-hmm. yeah and you well, know you're comfortable yeah i mine was easy just because for my job mm-hmm. um i could wear jeans and then just like a dress shirt mm-hmm. and if i wanted to wear sneakers or boots or whatever i mm-hmm. had that option so i could literally just be at work and go and I'm, yeah. I'm in that kind of what i would normally wear on a date i'm not wearing like dress attire or anything like mm-hmm. that so i don't feel like i'm overdressing so that made it easy but again um part of it is dressing to whatever the vibe is of wherever you're going right. um is part of the issue but also trying to pick i try and pick a place that f- is comfortable and you're not mm-hmm. having to dress to the nines right. especially on a on a first, first or second date maybe later yeah. on mm-hmm. but again it, if you're knowing and you're setting that up like we're going to this place you know what it's going to be mm-hmm. beforehand so you can dress and i dress the way I, I always just dress the way i want i don't necessarily take into account how i think she might be dressing right. um i just try to be whoever i am i think i have the opposite problem because I work in such a relaxed environment, but oh. I actually need to like take it up a notch. Same. Because sometimes I can go to re- work in like joggers <laughs> if I wanted to. Yeah. Because people, <laughs> no, people are paying me for my brain. So but here's I think it's an, important it to is turn important. it up. You have to turn it up, but in in order to turn it up, you have to know ahead of time what time you're meeting and where you're going. Yeah. And that was one of my biggest pet peeves when I was dating was people would set the details of the date too late in the afternoon. And I want to know, like, when I wake up in the morning before I go to work, am I, do I need a pack clothes to go on this date? Am I coming home first? Can I wear what I'm wearing to work? So, and I think Aziz Ansari in his book mentioned this too, Modern Romance, but you need to set the details of the date, like, I don't know, 24, 48 hours before the actual date. And I appreciated that tip he gave. Yeah, I think I set it up. I didn't know that, but apparently I was doing it. <laughs> you were doing it right. I think I did it the day before also just, you know, one, just to find out, are we still going on this right. date? Yeah, what time? Who's picking up Yeah, who? what do you want to do? Because mm-hmm. for the same thing, like, I don't want to be, find out, you know, because, again, we haven't <laughs> chatted where, I don't know where you live. Like, right. maybe you live in the Fairfax district and I have to then go cross traffic. And I thought I'd be free at, 
seven and it's going to take me till eight and now we have to like figure it out and so if i had lived in the fairfax district yeah do you think this would have gotten off the ground we both yeah. live in santa monica it's very geographic Ooh, that yeah. is a commitment that is really a commitment to well, go there yeah yeah i think so because for my job i'm driving all over the place mm -hmm. anyway like to me to go down to irvine or whatever on a regular weekday is not that crazy so i don't mind doing that drive it's not a big deal to me um i think obviously the convenience factor was really nice so we we always knew it was really easy to find places that were both convenient for us but um i don't think it would have been a problem okay good to know what's interesting is um what were we talking about just before not the the driving what to wear what to wear. No, there was setting the details ahead of time. Oh, setting the details. Yeah. I was like, I was like, this is probably a, a modern day thing. Cause I think back in the day you had to call someone on the phone. So like yeah. you, you wouldn't do it in the same day because like everyone's at work. I think because of texting, people think yeah. they can just like reach someone yeah. and just like let them know as close as possible. But yeah, I think people need to know ahead of time. I need to be better at that. I'm not even good at text. Are you good at texting? Are you good at responding? I'm not. No. So it's not, it's not oh, even in my yeah. nature. No. Oh my God. Okay. Go a couple, just because I could be in meetings all day and I mm -hmm. won't look at my my personal phone for like five hours. Oh wow. I don't have time to, and so um, unless I'm getting like multiple calls, I won't think it's an emergency and I won't look at it. Mm. Wait. So like the date comes and goes. I want to like get to this part. Okay. And you guys end the night. Who texts who first? At the end of that night. I don't have a hard and fast rule about that. I want, it kind of goes back yeah. to that validation piece. If I know he knows I was into it and it went well, I'll let him text me. If I think that maybe I didn't totally make it clear that I really enjoyed the night, I might text him and say, thanks again, had a great time. But in yeah. terms of asking, like setting the second plan date, for a yeah. second date, that would come from him. Yeah. Yeah. If I know if she's texting me first, obviously I know mm -hmm. I'm interested in, um, or she's interested. Sorry. Um, I know if I were going to text, I wouldn't text that night unless I was like really, really jazzed about it. I mm -hmm. wouldn't. And even then just because unfortunately I think a lot of times things are so misconstrued in terms mm -hmm. of interest and whatever it is and, and availability that, um, there has to be a little bit of this patience in terms mm. of letting it develop. Obviously, it's not saying like, oh, we go on a date. Let's wait three weeks for the next one. Um, you know, right. I still want to see. I think we went on a date on a, on a Monday. And I think our we literally, because you were, I think, Friday. I was leaving for leaving. a long trip that Friday. So yeah. we went out Thursday. So we, and it was kind of, plan, kind of planned last minute. Just mm -hmm. feel like, I want to see you again. Oh, you're leaving? I guess we're, let's do Thursday night. And mm -hmm. I had... I had a soccer game that night, mm -hmm. and again, like, uh, I, as I mentioned before, doing things for myself, like, for mm -hmm. me, soccer is one of those big things, like, I, I won't give up anything mm -hmm. to, instead of playing soccer, like, and so I think my game ended at 9.15, and I had to rush home, took a shower, and then our date was at 10, and... The, the only day? reason I went on such a late date is because I was leaving for Israel the next day. The second? Day. Was this the second yeah, day? The second, oh, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I think it will, yeah, I think we're there until about midnight. And mm -hmm. then, yeah, you were off on your trip. Mm -hmm. And this was, oh, this was one of the things I didn't, I had wanted to text her on our trip, but because mm -hmm. knowing she was international on a trip and only had access, I, I was going to, I was guessing, you know, knowing the country, um, didn't really have access to Wi-Fi that easily unless you're in the hotel. So I kind of just sat and decided I was going to like 
let her be on her trip and if she wanted to text me she could um and i wouldn't if she texted me right away or didn't text me right away um didn't really think about like mm-hmm. what's the meaning behind it just being like you're on a trip you're with your family you should just be enjoying yeah yourself anyway um and then i think you didn't want to have to worry if it was wi-fi or interest that i yeah. wasn't texting yeah like back. to text and then fi- she doesn't respond for two days yeah like, oh i don't know what this really means and it could mean nothing it's just making things more complicated than it really is just because again what are the rules of engagement in terms of that process so just kind of let it be let it be yeah Tiff, would you want to be texted on your trip or no? Um, yeah, I was texted on my trip in Poland by this guy that, like, didn't even want to see me again. But he texted me every day while I was on this trip in Poland. And when I got back, I'm like, okay, cool. So, like, what am I seeing? He's like, actually, no. And now <laughs> so I was, misleading. Like, so I was like, what? I didn't text him at all. Like, I thought, like, I want... We went on five dates, six dates, and then, like, I went on my trip, and then he was texting me every day. I'm like, this is weird. Okay. That's because I thought we both, like, felt like... I don't know. Like, it was kind of just, like... I don't know. It was weird. So I'm like, why is he texting me? Yeah, that's really misleading. Yeah. That's why I try and just clear away all the analyzing yeah. and, and reading into things be- and just focus purely on the In actions. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how did the first date go? Are we going out again? How yeah. did the second date go? Because all the stuff in the middle, you really don't know what the other person is thinking. He might just be entertaining himself. He right. might just be looking for a pen pal. Yeah. Or you might be thinking, oh, he's texting me every day. It means he likes me. Yeah. So it's so hard to read into that stuff. I you know. really just got to like clear it's all like that away. Not. Yeah. yeah. But, okay, but then how did the pickup from the airport happen if you guys weren't texting? Oh, we were oh. text. I texted well, him. Oh, probably okay, like the, okay. Towards the end of your trip, I think. You, when I knew you, I was coming home, I wanted to reconnect. Yeah. And so she sent me a message, and then we were chatting a little bit. And then I just remember, especially on an international, I asked her, I think I asked, like, how you're getting home or something like that. Um, and thinking, oh, because her entire family, oh, because her family was going, continuing their trip uh-huh. um but i think you had limited vacation time so you were coming back and so i knew there was nobody in your family lived in la so here's another thing he remembered everything i told him our first couple of dates like was really listening to me and paying attention and remembering and that's another reason why i knew you were genuinely interested in getting to know me and not just yeah. entertaining yourself on a date like all those details that you remembered that's yeah. a lot of details yeah, I got lucky. I have a really good memory. So That's awesome. And you listen, work you pay attention. Yeah. yeah. That was a good yeah. sign. Yeah, a lot of people don't pay attention. A lot of people just don't pay attention these days. I feel mm-hmm. like they're there, but they're not there. They're just like kind of mm-hmm. scanning the facts and like, is this kind of, is this working, not mm-hmm. working, but they're in their own, they're figuring it out for themselves. Mm-hmm. But they're not listening. Yeah. yeah. But you are paying attention to those details and then thinking, anticipating my needs. That's a huge thing. What yes. might Kim need? What might be helpful? Yeah. Oh, I could pick her up from the airport. And there was stuff like that, that maybe somebody else would read into that and think, oh, I don't want to send that message. It's very relationshipy. I don't want her thinking, you know, I'm her boyfriend or whatever. But you would just think, what might this human being who I'm talking to appreciate? And you did it. Yeah. And if she said no, it wouldn't have been a big deal. Like, Question. How do you ask that? I'm just like trying to phrase it. About, oh. Is it do you want to ride or would you like one or can I or like I will? I think I asked, do you need a ride home? Mm-hmm. Like I never I try not to make it about me. Like oh, you said, can I, I thought give you said, you a ride are you pl- how are you planning on getting home? Right. Something and like a that. Taxi. And then, yeah. Oh, and okay. then I said, do you need a ride home? Mm-hmm. 
in terms of really just giving her the option to say yes or no. And what did no. you say? You just said yes? Or? I think I said sure. I yeah. remember thinking, wow, <laughs> that's a yeah. big deal. But I rolled with it. Yeah. and But even like asking on it, you know, if we're going to go on another date or whatever, like, do you want to do this? Mm-hmm. Do you want to do that? And not being like, can I take you here? Mm. Um, again, just trying to remain flexible and be like, this isn't me t- saying, I'm still taking in terms of, charge being like here are some options that i've thought of but not saying i want to do this for you like do you want to be a part of this yeah um and so just giving her the option whether or not she says yes or no and not and you know again at that time we still were kind of developing our dynamic and if she had said no it's fine you know we've got on two dates we haven't seen each other in two weeks it's you know i'm sure you're coming again I think everybody who's been on a flight for more than <laughs> 10 hours, you know, yeah. doesn't feel like they're at their best. At that I point. stopped in the bathroom to freshen up. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. And, you know, some people just want to get home and be by themselves and that that's not an issue. Um, so just offered and she said yes. And um, then you asked me to help you like just stay up because of um, jet lag. That's cute. Like, how did you think you're just like, I'm going to just ask him this or what made you... I don't know. Somebody told me once, like, the right man likes to do for you. Mm. And if you need something or you want something, might as well vocalize it because maybe he'll do it. Yeah. And I don't know. And I can't react if I don't know whatever you want. Mm -hmm. Um, And again, the only way to know sometimes is also to ask, like, do you want to ride? Yeah. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Um, I could use help staying awake tonight. Yeah. Okay, so we let's get and, dinner. Yeah, we went and got dinner and then hung out at her apartment. And then um, I think it got to like nine. And you're like, I'm happy. I'm going to bed. Like, mm-hmm. I'll see you later. But thank you so much. Cute. Like, All right, great. Let's, um, you know, have Tea. fun catching up on your rest. And I'll just kind of go on to the next one. That communication thing is so important. I think people just don't say what they want. Like, because I can imagine a person who maybe two dates is like a little, but like maybe like four or five dates and they'll be like, he didn't even offer to like pick me up. He like knew I was like coming home like and like there was no one there. Why wouldn't he ask me? I'm not saying you, <laughs> but <laughs> but like people do stuff like that. And I was like, I like that idea of like, you can also just ask mm-hmm. for yeah, people. I, th- I think people are afraid to ask just because they're afraid that it's going to be negative mm-hmm. or that they may not get the response they want um, because it can, it can tail in pretty fast depending on how you react. Like, mm-hmm. I remember at least I even though I don't necessarily need to define the relationship like I to me it just gets to a certain point and I'm comfortable and I go forward I know I like with Kim it was probably going to be like that so I initially brought up that conversation how far into dating like how many dates have you got have guys been on before you brought it up I think it was like four or five yeah I brought it up pretty early yeah and um and what did you say it was like, do you want to be exclusive to or is it more like... You told me you didn't want to see other people. Yeah. And... And I wasn't ready. And I just... And I was like, okay, that's fine. Um, yeah. You know, I'm really interested in this girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was saying... it's not a reflection on me necessarily. Right. I was saying to Kim, like, how, like, some guys hearing that would be like, okay, fine, bye. Like, I don't want to deal with this, you know, or, like, be insecure and yeah. start dating other girls. Yeah. Um, but what made you just, like, think, I need to be patient here and... Because I knew I didn't want to 
date other girls. Okay. Um, I had stopped. Like, mm-hmm. I actively chose to do it on my mm-hmm. own. So I knew this was something that I wanted to do. It mm-hmm. wasn't like I had to be asked for it. Um, and again, I knew, she, like, we were obviously having a very good time together. Mm-hmm. Um, better than I think a lot of dates I've had. Mm-hmm. And just understanding just because somebody is acting a certain way, it had, may have nothing to do with me. They just mm-hmm. may be in a certain place there may have been you know just gone out of something before and just want a little bit more time and because you know they had rushed or you know i've been in a situation where things go too fast and then they just can very easily fall apart um and so i just said okay you know then i let's just see what happens i knew at that point i couldn't really be the one to bring up that conversation again because i had kind of it was twice, but there was a reason for the what second one. What was the second one? Well, the second one was, um, have you heard of Camp No Counselors? Mm-mm. So did you ever go to summer camp as a kid? No. No, well, you missed me. out. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, this company uh, no longer exists, but basically imagine summer camp as a kid. You know, you have um, arts and crafts, you have archery, you have volleyball, ropes course. Imagine doing that as an adult where there's an open bar pretty much all Ooh. weekend. And then every night is a party from like mm-hmm. 10 p.m. till 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. And just you know, like themed parties and it's just a ton of fun. You just like basically get to get away from your phone, get away from everything, just be a kid again and just have that fun. That sounds so fun. And um, I, I did it for New Year's last year um, and really enjoyed it and became a volunteer counselor for them. Mm-hmm. And I was going, I was going to the next camp and you know, at that point, we had obviously been going forward mm-hmm. um, in terms of our relationship, but I, we still hadn't had that conversation mm-hmm. again. And, you know, obviously there is the potential for people to hook up. I mean, mm-hmm. part of it is, is, is part of that. And I didn't want her feeling like we'd gone to a certain point and mm-hmm. ultimately, like, I had an opportunity. Oh, so that was about me. A little bit. Well, I wanted to know where we were at, uh-huh. so... Got you know mm-hmm. whatever a situation comes up in that yeah. weekend, if I like there's somebody I'm interested for that weekend and I want to hook up, like is this gonna be an issue? Like mm-hmm. I don't necessarily want to, but if there's an opportunity, like we're not in a relationship, so right. uh, I just need to know where where, where we stand. We stand, and I. So it wasn't meant I think to have be this longer like where mm-hmm. are we in this relationship or not because i think at that point we were still like we're very we're getting close how far into it was like two months now or yeah i think it was about two months Mm -hmm. it's on three yeah Mm -hmm. um and And then what was the answer there yeah i just still wasn't ready and i remember thinking like i really hope i don't lose this guy but i have to be honest and i'm not ready to commit Mm -hmm. um and so i just kept being honest and then you I think that was a that's really good advice that you just you didn't take it personally um and think you know you just thought oh maybe this has nothing yeah. to do with me or maybe this was previous relationships or something she's wants more time yeah. and so you just you kind of let me be and i really appreciated that i had that air and there was that flexibility mm-hmm. and i felt like you know there was there was room in our relationship for me to be honest about my needs and vocalize them and have that respected and heard yeah. and um so yeah i wasn't ready at the time and then um 
and then a few weeks later, I it, I knew the ball was in my court because you had already brought it up a couple of times. So I brought it up again once I was ready, yeah. and I asked him to ask me again. Yeah. <laughs> and then we and, were together. Yeah, and also I think part of it for me was, like, I know my value that mm -hmm. I bring in a relationship. I know what I do. Um, and, you know, it, if it takes time for, for somebody else to see that, that's fine. It's not mm -hmm. a big deal. Like, I'm not going to lose my confidence in myself yeah. like I'm still the same person mm -hmm. if they choose to see that value or not that's their choice but um, I know what I want I'm willing to be patient for it because mm -hmm. um, we dated for like three months before before we were committed yeah. and I that confidence is really attractive like you were confident in yourself you were confident in how you felt about me you were confident in us and um, you just let me you know, give me the time and space to, to get there. Yeah. And here we are. Love that. Well, what advice do you guys have for people who are in this similar situation? Who are, you know, what's the day today? Tell them, did you tell them about the day, the special day, this first oh, Sunday? Yeah. Okay. So guys, today is the Black Friday of online dating. So today is January 6th. It's the first Sunday of um, the new year and they said this is the most popular day where 85% more people go on the online dating apps to find love. Amazing. So now knowing this, yeah, I think it's also, there was a full moon last night, I want to say it was a full moon manifestation um, moment, but for all these people who are going on today and probably, mm -hmm. you know, well into listening to this podcast, what tips do you guys have for not only like getting the first date, um, but also like sustaining it past the first three dates. You yeah. Know, I think that's the hardest part yeah. to be honest. I mean, you had a lot of like really good tangible tips, like for planning the first date yeah. for guys. I think that's awesome. Or whoever's planning the date. Um, one advice that I have, and I talk about this with my girlfriends a lot. Um, so we're all kind of on the same page is that, you know, there's this common trap of looking for a checklist. Um, I want a guy who looks like X, Y, and Z. And as soon as I find him, we will fall madly in love and we will live happily ever after. Um, but I think it's really important to understand that there is that other person at the other side of the table and there's you, but then there's also that relationship that's between you. There's the dynamic and that is this living, breathing thing. That's this intangible and you really can't anticipate what that's going to be when you meet somebody. And that also takes time to see what it is and how it's going to develop. Um, I think that just going back to our timing was the thing yeah. that I needed to see take shape. Um, you know, because I, I knew you, but it was more like, you know, what, what is it between us? And, and it's important to ha prioritize those things. So maybe it's like, oh, you know, I want a guy who's good looking. Okay. How many good looking guys have you met who are objectively handsome, but you're not attracted to them? Yeah, so really true. it's like, I want somebody who I'm attracted, attracted to, to. Yeah. or like, you know, I want someone who is really sweet and thoughtful, but what you really want is to feel considered and taken care of. Um, so, you know, whatever those priorities might be for you. Like I remember when I was dating, I said to my friend, I want to laugh. I want to feel safe and I want to have good sex. And that was, <laughs> that was it. Those are three good ones. Those are three. Yeah. So it's not like, you know, and feeling safe could look like a lot of things. Some people say, I want a guy with a, you know, good job. It's like, mm -hmm. do you want that? Or do you want to feel secure? Mm -hmm. And, and when you have that, like inner barometer fine tuned, then it's so much easier to 
define what that looks like in somebody else Mm -hmm. because you know what it feels like. And we're really bad at picking mates. Like the research shows that we Mm -hmm. do not know what we're looking for and we can't identify it in another person. But I think that this is, you know, my like unprofessional (laughs) theory, but I think that if you know how you want to feel and what you want your relationship to be, then all of a sudden you open yourself up to that coming from something at the other, on the other side of the table that could look like a wide variety of things. And then your options are open and then you have this amazing relationship and that's what sustains. I love that. See, I think it's more about like not having, so we had a guest before this was like, you need to write down every single thing that you want and like all this stuff. And I'm like, it's like so much work. Like, well, maybe know. write down what you want, but what do you want the relationship to be like? Right. I want honesty. I want yeah. to feel, my friend Natalie is brilliant and she's always said to me like, the right guy will never make you feel insecure about the relationship. Mm. Like he will never let you doubt it. You'll never doubt how he feels. Right. Um, you know, you'll never be confused. Like it, the right, right guy won't let you feel that way. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's that. great advice. So maybe it's not like what you want the other person it's like how to you write feel. down, but how do you want to feel? You want to yeah. feel, yeah, you want to feel secure. Yeah. You want to feel light. You want to have fun. You want to feel open, like whatever it is. Mm-hmm. How do you want to feel, Tiffany? Uh, well, I like the thing about laughing. I mm-hmm. feel like there's so many dates that I go on that I'm not smiling. I'm just like, oh, like it's just it's like not, an interview. Yeah, it just doesn't feel good. And I think a lot of times, like we talked about this in previous episodes, it's like, oh, they have all the Facebook card stats and they're like conventionally attractive forever. And I'm like, I'm just not connecting to this person. Mm-hmm. And so I think like for me, it's I definitely want to like laugh. I want to like feel secure. What you were saying mm-hmm. and not second guess, but mm-hmm. I think in return, I need to bring that to the guy. And mm-hmm. I think sometimes I don't. Um, so that I think you guys both did a good job of bringing it for each other. I think like it doesn't work if only one person's doing it for sure. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes like, especially in the beginning when you're really getting to know this person and you don't know them and you don't maybe know what their intentions are, or their history are is, um, to quote my Angelou, like with when somebody shows you who they are, believe them. Because uh, he quotes this one a lot. It's podcast. such a good one, yeah. but it's like, it's just, it's that straightforward. Like if you're not feeling secure, if you are second guessing, yeah. then you don't really need to rationalize like why that might be or if that might change. It's like on to the next. Right. I'm, that's not how I want to feel. Yeah. Moving on. So yeah, I think it's also like knowing how you feel and sticking by like not second guessing your gut. Mm-hmm. And I think like people who do online dating, especially myself, like do that a lot. Like, well, he did, uh, I guess I, why am I being so picky, you know? Or you see all your single friends and you get nervous. Like, yeah. There's yeah. so many single people. Right. You know, like 40% of Americans are single now and it's just like growing. So I think like it's like that fear also starts to like creep in. And so you're like, maybe I am being too picky. Maybe I do need to just like give this person a chance. So it's hard to like go with your gut. Um, but at the same time, like you know, feel secure in that. You do. You have to be so honest with yourself. At the end of the day, your relationship is your relationship and you're the person going home to this person. And 
if you're uncomfortable in your relationship, like you're the only one who's suffering. And so you have to be really honest with that. And some things that work for other people might not work for you. So you can't compare, like you just have to, you know, I think it's helpful to just boil it down to that simple thing of how do I feel? Yeah. Yeah. Love that. I love that. So as we all, you know, step into, you guys are out the game, so we're happy for you guys. But (laughs) as the rest of us step into swiping on the the most swiped day of the year and the rest of the year. Fun. Let's make sure we are clear about what we want. If the energy is wrong, just stop right there. You don't need to do more. Right. Yeah, I think that's beautiful. And if you want to meet somebody, own that. People always used to say, here's another myth I want to bust, that if you, as soon as you stop looking for someone, you'll meet them. Um, As soon as you decide you don't need to be with someone or you don't want to be, then you'll meet someone. I don't actually think that's possible. Like, of course you want to meet someone if you do. And... um, like we're tribal people where it makes sense that we want to have that connection and that togetherness. So if you do, then I think own it and you should have it and you will have it. And, um, yeah, I think honesty is a great theme. I like what you said. Love that. Speak it into existence too. I think that's what you're saying. Like, don't, don't hide how you feel. Don't, and be vulnerable. I think both of you guys did that. Like Adam, you were vulnerable in the first like five dates when you brought that like you don't want to see other people and not knowing how she felt Mm -hmm. and like I think vice versa when you said like ask me again like you didn't know where Adam was at at that point either and I think like it's a lot of like taking risks Mm -hmm. um but the right risks for you so take risks out there people take risks but don't do anything crazy because people are crazy out there um so we wish you all luck please tweet us at love and limo land on facebook well, comment on Facebook, comment on Instagram. Let us know how your online dating is going. And thank you guys so much for coming. Thanks, yeah. guys. Thanks for us. You know, people need these stories. I think because, you know, the year starts with people very optimistic. I think the energies are high. And then, like, March, April, people start getting a little, ooh, it's not looking so great. So I think it's important to have the examples of, like, no, it can, it can be really good from the apps. Like, recent examples, you know, like, it, I think, especially with online dating, everyone's like, oh, it's a black hole. It's trash. It's, you know, like, people are also being negative about it but like that's the experience they're getting because of it and i think just seeing like a really beautiful good energy couple like come from it get, inspires you i hope it inspires everyone listening to this Aww, too that's sweet so yeah thanks for listening bye bye i'm tiffany and i'm kudzi and you've been listening to love in limbo land you can find us on twitter at love in limbo land and don't forget to go to apple or google play podcast to subscribe rate and 